0: Welcome to Before the Business, a podcast dedicated to telling the origin stories of entrepreneurs. My name is Craig Swiston. After years working in the British Columbia restaurant industry, Bomba Vodka founder Brandon McKeechee decided to carve out his own place in the world of spirits with the goal of crafting an outstanding vodka that showcased the spirit of British Columbia. Bomba Vodka challenges the notion that vodka should be odorless, colorless, and generally flavorless. Please join me in welcoming Bomba founder, Brandon McKeechee. Hi Brandon, thanks for doing this today. so let's jump right in. Tell us a little bit about bomba vodka.
1: Bomba vodka is a business that I started about a year a year and a few months ago uh, so it would have been january twenty twenty one you know I had worked in the restaurant industry for about ten to twelve years, and uh, was always very intrigued by the beverage side of the the industry and uh, I think that kind of started while I was in victoria and you know the craft beer movement was sort of just blowing up, and um, it was the the day and age where everyone was trying to kind of out hop one another um, with their IPAs and things like that. And for me, that the culture was um, unlike anything I had seen before, and that's kind of what got me hooked initially into the beverage world. And Um, That progressed into, uh, you know, passion and and love for wines. You know, I I went on and and have taken actually a couple of my WSET courses to learn a little bit more about the science behind different uh, spirits uh, and wines. Vodka still uh, has this somewhat outdated perception um, that it has to be this clear, odorless, flavorless spirit um, without any distinctive character, uh, aroma or taste. And um, that's something that whether it was right or wrong, I wanted to kind of challenge head on, you know, especially in this day and age where a lot of people are, you know, maybe moving a little bit further away from the beers or uh, I wanted to to kind of challenge that notion head on and do something um, a little bit against the grain.
0: Yeah, I see what you did there with against the grain. So you're watching the craft beer movement explode. Was vodka always the first choice for you to get, to get into the spirit business?
1: Yeah, I, thought, I, I saw definitely a, an opportunity to um, somewhat disrupt again, that, that, uh, old school perception of vodka. And I think future state, we would definitely love to get into the, the whiskeys and and the rums and the, the, the good stuff that has to spend a little bit more time in barrels. But really what I kind of saw with the craft movement is, you know, a lot of guys were doing good whiskeys, good gins, good tequilas while they were waiting for those to, to mature or, or age, there was sort of a lot of subpar vodkas just being pumped out for, uh, for the sake of cash flow, and so I, you know, we wanted to kind of do something and and showcase a spirit that people hadn't seen before. And uh, it might sound a bit crazy to sell vodka on the flavor or sell vodka on the taste, because I think we all have that sort of deep dark memory. And you know, eyes closed, head shaking, maybe, maybe uh, drinking out of the bottle. Who's to say? Um,
0: hey, no judgment here
1: yeah that's right uh but we wanted to kind of redefine that and and and, uh just by you know focusing on local high quality ingredients and and really the process behind it
0: so tell me a little bit about the process behind creating the vodka
1: yeah so we're not actually infusing or adding and there's there's no additives uh for our vodka it is just a completely corn-based spirit so we we distill from 100 percent bc grown okanagan corn um and again for me as a you know, as a as a bourbon lover, that's sort of what geared us towards doing something with a corn mash because uh, it does give you that natural um, texture uh, and a little bit more of a um, a flavor. Uh, you know, some people say kind of sweet vanilla uh, or corn, but it's those little subtleties that sort of come together. Sort of the big piece um, and a lot of the a lot of the feedback that we get around our vodka is that it has a really it has a long smooth finish. So you know, you still get the flavor, you still get the taste. Uh, you definitely get a little bit of that, you know, it'll warm you up, uh, but it's not going to kick you in the face with ethanol. Like I think a number of, uh, you know, other spirits might.
0: So it's early in the pandemic, you decide I'm going to start a, I'm going to start a spirit company. What what kind of gave you the motivation to do that at that particular time?
1: Um, you know, for me, I, I had worked, uh, I had worked in the restaurant industry essentially since I was out of high school. Uh, I was actually over in Victoria uh, attending university and, Um, When I, when I graduated, I was lucky enough to uh, get on with a a growing company who, you know, had a lot of opportunities for, for young guys and girls to go um, and learn about the business. And during COVID, you know, an opportunity kind of presented itself to, to start something new. And, you know, for me uh, was the restaurant industry, my, my be all end all Uh, no. And I knew that, but just during the pandemic and, Um, with some of the chats that I started to have with guys who had done similar, similar things in the industry, uh, I thought it was a great time to, um, you know, bet on myself.
0: So where does the name come from? Why Bomba Vodka?
1: That's a, uh, I mean, I don't think we have enough time to cover that on this call, but, uh, Bomba, to be honest, Bomba is a bit of an enigma. And that's, that's one of the questions I get asked very often. And when, when we were, when we were looking to, uh, you know, to name the brand and what that name wanted to encompass. I wanted to have something that people could kind of tie their own meaning and connotation towards. I didn't want to have something that, you know, already was established around the world. Bamba means a number of different things. A few of my favorite meanings that that really resonate with myself and the company. It means advice. It means mastery. And then it means to let loose, have a good time, have a little party. Uh, And that's really what our brand is. It's, you know, we want to be premium, unpretentious, fun. And always dynamic, always learning, you know, part of being an entrepreneur and what I've, what I've, uh, how I've been humbled, uh, time and time again is that I don't know everything. And, uh, I think just getting comfortable with that constant learning process. And, um, if something doesn't go your way, uh, you know, we're taking advice, we're working towards mastery, but we're having fun while we're doing it.
0: Here's something that comes up a fair amount. How much intention did you put into planning the business? What I mean is, did you sit back? Did you build a plan? Or did you sort of go forward and say, we're going to start a business and, you know, we're going to figure everything out along the way?
1: Yeah. So Bamba's was definitely a, an intentional business plan. And, um, you know, there was a few, we, we definitely worked for months and months on end, uh, conceptualizing it, feeling out the market, um, you know, seeing where that point of differentiation could be. Um, but in the same breath, there was a little bit of the other side as well. And I think there's a, there's a spot for both when you're starting a business or when you're you know you're trying to grow a young business. You know you can plan and plan and plan and crunch the numbers and crunch the numbers and crunch the numbers. But at some point you just have to get started. I think there's a, yeah, there's definitely been a little bit of both. I don't want to say that it was a complete shot from the hip. Uh, I don't want to say that we were planning it for years and years on end. But um, it was definitely a little bit of both.
0: Especially in the early days, where there some folks that helped you out along the way, maybe just giving that little nudge, that little guidance uh, when you needed it most.
1: You know, from a holistic standpoint, I've I've had a ton of amazing leaders uh over the past 10 years and, and certainly as I progressed in, in management in the restaurant industry. But I would say, you know, one of the biggest mentors that I've had is is actually my dad. And uh, you know, he's someone who made that switch from employee to entrepreneur uh years ago and um you know kind of went through a similar path. He's a guy who's constantly challenging my way of thinking. Um, and certainly, in those moments of of defeat, or you know, not every day is a sunshine and roses as an entrepreneur. And I think it's it's comforting to have that, uh, you know, that empathy from someone who's who's been in that uh, that same situation.
0: Not every day is perfect. What would you say to somebody who's maybe starting their own entrepreneurial journey now, given the fact that you've just gone through probably the toughest months as an entrepreneur, which is the startup phase?
1: Yeah, I would say you know if you ask me have i made mistakes or were there opportunities that we could have taken that we didn't oh yeah absolutely every single day i think the the biggest takeaway for myself is is actually not getting hung up on those things uh one of my one of my old uh leaders his his big his big um philosophy was to fail fast what that meant was hey we're always going to have failures we're always going to have opportunities um it's not that we failed, but it's our ability to take that, learn from it, adjust, and then retry. It. I think if I were speaking to my past self, it would be, um, it would be saying something like that: like be okay with failing, don't get down on yourself. That's part of the entrepreneurial journey. If you talk to anyone who's ran a business before, um, yeah, it's not sunshine and roses. Uh, there's going to be times when we want to kick our kick our own ass to the curb so bloody hard because of, you know, something we should have said, something we should have did, uh, you know, a partnership that we could have created. Um, But really, that's not going to, you know, getting hung up on those things is not what's going to propel your business forward. It's the ability to be dynamic and um, not make the same mistake twice.
0: Okay, so let's talk about vodka. Why should somebody grab a bottle of Bomba vodka?
1: For me, it's the only vodka that I'll drink straight. Um, and that's something that's been echoed by, you know, the major vast majority of our customers. Um, the way people enjoy it is, you know, shaken as a shot on the rocks, a little splash of soda, a little squeeze of lemon wedge. But we wanted to we wanted to do something that, you know, could be enjoyed on its own. And, you know, if we're doing cocktails with it, yeah, of course, you can go pop it in a Moscow Mule. Um, but really, the way that we like to enjoy it is just little compliments. So, you know, fresh herbs, uh, a little bit of citrus. Whatever that may be, uh, so you know the flavor profile still comes through, um, but it's not getting dominated by five ounces of orange juice or uh, ginger and lime or whatever it may be. For me, the the number one focus above the business plan, above the metrics, the financials, uh, etc., was having an incredible product. Having you know being in stores and 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 getting to hear the feedback from our customers over the past year and a little bit has really validated what we've done and 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 uh, our ability to to turn people into vodka drinkers
0: are you seeing a return to spirits or do you see the market continuing to evolve down the line of prepackaged
1: drinks yeah i mean don't get me wrong i uh i'll drink a, a canned vodka soda when when the time is right and if there's music on i'll dance but uh i think i think um you know for me when we when we were conceptualizing bomba and what we wanted it to be is you know, I asked myself, is it, do I want to do I want to own a a canned um, cooler company? And, you know, maybe future state, that's a skew that we take on or we look at. And, you know, if that's what the market's asking for. But at the end of the day, really what we wanted to do was we wanted to produce, a, you know, a premium product with local ingredients um, that people loved. And for me, that that comes in a bottle and it comes in a glass bottle.
0: You've mentioned premium vodka a few times in your mind, what differentiates premium vodka from sort of the bar rail stuff that maybe we're all a little bit too accustomed
1: to? You know i've had uh, I've had great vodkas made from corn. I've had great vodkas made from wheat. I've had great vodkas made from barley. I think uh, it really just comes down to the process, um, the ingredients that are used. It is um it's being able to create a, a well-balanced singular entity um, from all natural products. You know, at the end of the day, all our vodka is, is a, a high quality corn, you know, some yeast, some enzymes uh, and then some some kick ass water. And, uh, you know, we're left with uh, we're left with this spirit that, you know, takes people in hold that bunch of different directions. We've heard, you know, sweet corn. We've heard vanilla. We've heard wet rain on the concrete. Um, but it, I, for me, as a, you know, as a beer lover, as a as a, a wine lover and now as a spirits lover, the idea that you can create something that offers so much out of such simplicity is is uh it's cool
0: yeah but just because it's simple doesn't mean it's easy
1: no and that's and that's the thing right you know we didn't invent corn vodka by any means and there's other guys doing corn vodka you know across north america and wherever you go but it's it's a uh an amalgamation of all those things it's the ingredients it's the process you know it's 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 how um how sparing we're 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 willing to be and 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 really ultimately what the product is that we want to put out
0: so right now, Bomba Vodka is only available in select stores in British Columbia. What are the plans for future distribution?
1: So I think uh, I think first step will be distribution into other provinces. We have spoken with a few distributors. And, and again, it just comes down to really finding a partner that aligns with our values as a company. Um, I don't want to go out there. And, you know, the last thing that I would want to do is is get a bottle of bomba in every liquor store and then have it sitting on their shelves forever. Uh, we want to make sure again that we're supporting anything, any person, any place that takes it on. And uh, and we want to make sure that the distributor that we work with um, echoes that as well.
0: So the website is bombavodka.com, b-a-m-b-a vodka.com. How do people follow you? How do people stay in touch with you?
1: Yeah, so we don't we don't we don't really uh, we're not huge on Twitter, but uh, Facebook, Instagram at BombaVodka.
0: So you know with a vodka themed podcast, I have to ask any parting shots?
1: Yeah. So I think at the forefront um, in current state, we really just want to make sure that uh, our, our one SKU, our vodka is, is doing well. And, you know, for me as a, as a guy who's obviously been on the other side of the fence and as a bar manager, as a restaurant manager, we want to make sure that anyone that um, we're taking on as, a, as an account, whether that's a liquor store or a restaurant um, or just any of our customers, we want to make sure that their experience is, is um, you know, best in class. Once we feel that we have a, a really great grasp on what we're doing and the market, uh, we we definitely want to look at doing a lineup of all all. Uh, sorry, we definitely want to look at doing a lineup of spirits um, that support uh, high quality ingredients and in BC agriculture.
0: Brandon, thanks so much for your time today. If you like listening to the origin stories of entrepreneurs, please continue to rate, review, and share the podcast with your family and friends. For more origin stories, check out the full collection at beforethebusiness.com.